A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the technological disaster of this podcast. Dude, I swear to God. I don't even want to say it. I am. Say it. Say it. I'm scared. What are you going to say? No, I was just going to say like internet outages. Yeah, I will be. They already were. Yeah. And then I think there were already in the shadow some... um, some Twitter bans too. Like they banned some socialist groups and you know, it's already oh. happening. Oh, I mean the shadow, <laughs> the shadow has been worse. Spoiler alert. We're still in the shadow, but just giving you that heads peak because the shadow has been strong and I don't, I'm usually not one of those shadow fear mongers, but I'm, I'm the shadow has made itself known. And well, because I, I know many people have made, have also repeated the shadow has made itself known, but it's happening in in the mix of already the Mars Uranus conjunction, Saturn Sun conjunction, Saturn square, mm-hmm, all of mm-hmm. this stuff where it's like, yeah, we're just getting 
we're just getting our asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's like it's also that air. Like I feel like that mixture of like anxiety. What the fuck is happening? I thought you know things would feel different. Things are not that different. Things are worse. Like which is like its own its own sort of thing. But hey, you know what? Let's just get this Mercury retrograde early in the year let's just go let's do it right we're all we've all have our battle scars we've all been through the ringer in 2020 why not just start with all this you know this fuzz and then um you know just call me when it's airy season is what i keep saying to people like truly call me when it's airy season there's a lot of void there's a lot of void moons in june i'm june (laughs) in january and and upcoming in february and i just like I'm calling it. I don't think the year really starts until Aries, astrological new year. There's well, there's moons moons void every every month, but I know. But I feel like there's a lot. I'm just I'm I'm also maybe making excuses for myself. I feel like there's like an well, extra. No, but amount. I think there's no there's plenty. I was like there's plenty of stuff to to be. I'm I'm in full agreement that the year doesn't necessarily start with the calendar new year especially this controversial year. opinion i know hashtag <laughs> wake me up when it's summer i'm like <laughs> fuck airy season suck my dick you can call me after cancer season that's mm-hmm. so funny that's hey you know i'm i know i mean i, I agree too. about the astrological new year but i just think like oh man i would really love it if california got a little i know we're gonna get a big storm tomorrow but like if we had a rainy spring we've had such dry weather here and like it would be nice if like people weren't going out in droves just because it's springtime and like we aren't all vaccinated yet that's just my personal vibe i know that like we won't be even if we think it's a new year but when people get the feels sometimes they just run for it Mm -hmm. yeah I, i keep forgetting that like other regions of the country parts of the world are like feeling that weather shut in that we normally is such a blessing for us Californians. But now we're like, dear God, please just let, you know, more rain and hail come down. So we have to like make people go into their homes and then don't even get me fire season. Drought avoidance. Well, we're talking we need about those firefighters to administer vaccines. So <laughs> it would be helpful if we didn't catch on fire this year. I need a firefighter to give me the vaccine of that big old firefighter dick. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, most of them aren't getting the vaccine. I <laughs> oh actually I don't know that. Firefighters are hot. If you're a firefighter, DM. DM. <laughs> Show us your vaccine. <laughs> yes. get If you're a firefighter, please get the vaccine. Um, <laughs> we're talking about this Mercury retrograde that is happening on the 30th of January. Mercury stations retrograde at 26 degrees and 27 minutes of Aquarius. It will be retrograde until the 20th of February, where it will station direct at 11 degrees of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, uh, I like that. One, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Aqua. So we have this entire Mer- Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. You know, sometimes depending on what degree it stations at, we can go back into the previous sign. This time we are all Aqua all the time. Um, it's it's gonna be i've dubbed this i can't come up with a cuter name this is gonna be a real aquarium 
Yes, get this uh, trending. Astro people, you've heard it now. We are the in the aquarium. aquarium. We are in um, the aquarium. It sounds good, Julia. I like that actually. Okay, thank you. Because we're in the aquarium. I feel like we're going to be under fucking water. Um, I'm going to draw the little planets as fishes. Oh, that's oh, perfect. Good idea, yes. good idea. And then that water. Under the, like, it's yeah. not water. It's like under the Aquarius electricity wave. Yes, exactly. Yes. We're we're not dumbasses. We know it's not a water sign. It is the uh, the electric force of doom. No, of well, just the like, aquarium is, is like inside be... vase, like a big ass yeah. vase of fishes, right? And it's yeah. being observed in that way that Aquarius mm-hmm. does. We're just going to be under the Aquarius influence. Um, oh, yes. Because it's Mercury retrograde. We are going to have from the dates of... So we have Mercury stationing retrograde on the 30th. On the 1st of February, Venus moves into Aquarius. So at that point, we will have Sun, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn all in Aquarius. And then on the 9th of February... So that's five. That's a lot. That's a lot. And then on the 9th of February, we're going to get the Moon in Aquarius too. So we'll have... More than half of the zodiac will be in, I mean, not the zodiac, the the bodies will be mm-hmm. in Aquarius. So we're just gonna be getting. I think this Mercury retrograde is gonna be really hard to to kind of um, pull apart the way that it maybe can be in other ones. Like, what's Mercury retrograde, and what is just all of this Aquarian energy? Where it's nothing happens in a vacuum ever, but this is gonna be real. It's like. The air itself, where does my, my air, we're all in the, th- you can't separate where these things are happening. So it's mm-hmm. just going to be a lot. I wonder since like, when I think of like Aquarius Mercury in particular, I think of that as like a very um, different sort of communicator, someone that can really communicate. Maybe that is spoken, maybe that's verbal, maybe that's like an artistic sensibility. And obviously with that Saturn like structured you know like Aquarian's going to take its time on its feelings it's not one of these signs we know to be more of the emotional signs right this is going to be a little more cerebral and practical and then Uranus then just throws in the curveballs all the time it's like will that retrograde actually almost feel more like I'm trying to find a way to explain this I um it's it's not shocking that Aquarian would be so rebellious where the shadow phase is feeling strong that I'm almost like feeling like the red <laughs> retrograde might feel normal because that's how kooky Aquarius can be. And I know we're not in it fully yet, so we're still testing, you know, the the Aquarian waters, but that's my like random theory. What do you well, guys Well, as we as we record it, we're not in it, but once you guys We'll be in it. Hear this. <laughs> you'll be I, in it. You'll know more I think, than I will at the time. I think that that's a good prediction because I think that Aquarius Mercury retrograde, which I haven't really studied before, um, you know, I don't think we've had one or we haven't done an episode on one or maybe I wasn't paying attention. Um, but <laughs> I think I that. Aquarius is very kind of self-aware and self-reflective as a sun sign. And Mm -hmm. so I think when considering Mercury and considering the things that can happen in Mercury retrograde, I think, you know, a Mercury retrograde in Aries to me feels more like you get a flat tire and you're just like, ah, like, you know, you're just like, ah, mm, my AAA, like just fucking expired. This is, you know, whatever. (laughs) And I feel like with Aquarius, it's a little more about trying to say, okay, 
who am I when there's a flat tire? And like mm-hmm. trying to figure yourself out in a way, I guess having that self-reflective notion of, oh, like this situation, I think largely because of the pandemic too, a lot of us are able to say like, oh, with this situation, I'm not going to like let it get to me. I just have to figure out how I react in these things. And so while things most certainly will still happen, I think they're not going to feel like before when you're like, I don't know. I feel like before the pandemic, when you're late to work, it felt like I'm going to lose my job. But now it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. There's a pandemic. So like, fire me (laughs) if you want to fucking fire me. You know what I mean? Like, I think there is like a level of calm, even with those minor kind of things that can come up. I love that idea of it also just being because, you know, Aquarius is so scientific. So like data collector E that that is an interesting way, the way you said it of this is just information of how I respond in this situation. And it's like, we can use that data. Like we are data collectors of our own. So it's like, these things are coming up just to see like, Oh, what is the, it's experiments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think that at the end of the day, those mercury retrograde things that we do tend to get really frustrated about It is Mercury stuff. It is fast-moving stuff. It is not such a big deal stuff. It always feels like a a pain in the ass when you get a nail in your tire or whatever. It always feels like it sucks when you're, like, you text, like, the person you're talking about, you know? Oh, I was going to say, I feel like that's that's always prime territory, especially in air sign-y things of, like... Oh, yeah. Obviously, since we're texting, it's still so much computer work, too. It's very... And everything being remote, any of that stuff like completely shutting down feels like the end of the world at first but like Mm -hmm. it is mercury stuff it's not like oh my god remember that one day seven years ago at work when the internet went down that was the worst day of my life (laughs) like said no one ever you know I mean a few people certainly but like you know for the most part it's always like something something that really hurts you is gonna stick around a lot longer well, there's there's something, too, I like about that in terms of it being Aquarius, because like you said, it's not as personal, where in other times we could make these mistakes or these, uh, like, like your late to work example, we could make that mean so much, like, about who we are as person a person like i'm the worst you don't respect my time from either side yeah either side either side we can make it mean so much but at this point we we know all that it means is no like we don't don't expect it to run smooth like it's a pandemic like you said there's nothing there's nothing there so it's it is so like impersonal too mm-hmm. in that like Aquarius way again not in a not not inconvenient but it's those things where you just know there's nothing you could have done differently so you just have to ride it out also I mean always a good reminder during these Mercury retrograde times especially if you're maybe starting a new job or doing new things obviously the new is like what the fuck's happening and then your coworkers will be like isn't Mercury retrograde it's like yeah it is so I think going with what you know is always a great Mercury retrograde tool and trick. If you are like, for example, I work in casting, I have to find people to go on television shows. So it's like, all right, 
who do I know that knows people? Like maybe maybe finding the new might be hard right now. So going back to like old resources or old, you know, old faithfuls that like have that Rolodex of people or do this. So I think, or, you know, old projects obviously are a huge one for Mercury retrograde. So if we are feeling really gung ho to, you know, you know, work, finish our play or, you know, finish that painting, it could be, you know, I think that that's like that's the time to go back rather than maybe take on all the new. Aquarius wants to do it right. Aquarius wants it to really reflect the message that they want to say, say and put out. And I think um, even um, even short trips, I know it's not recommended like to go do far travels or things that are super involved, but it is recommended uh, to do things that might like be restorative and reflective and, you know, pretty fail proof or like or if there are changes that there, you know, that changes are kind of part of the plan, right? Like let's work with Mercury and it's retrograde rather than fighting as hard as we can against it. Cause that's when you're surely to be disappointed, I think a bit more than if you just recognize the weather we're in, you know, going back to astrology as the weather that's shit's a little windy and backwards. So I think too, just having talked about the 11th house as the house of hopes and wishes. And I think sometimes when, when we think about a planet being retrograde and, you know, retrograde my hopes and wishes, like that sounds like it sucks. But like, I think when we think about Aquarius and the 11th house having like hopes and wishes are like a bit more long-term thing than like, uh, I would like I, w- I wish like today. I wish you know. I don't know. I feel like hopes and wishes to me signifies like long term hopes and wishes, like things that like mean a lot to you. And mm-hmm. so when we do have those big things, it's not about like just putting them on hold because some planet is retrograde. It's more this idea of like how can we make this stronghold last in order to make this hope and wish last. You don't wish for wealth for one day. You wish for mm-hmm. wealth for a lifetime. You don't wish for you know, to have a family one day, you wish to have a family for the rest of your life, if you're lucky. And so like, I think like, remembering that taking a break and like, allowing those things to be rejuvenated. And like, it it, it's, it is a part of the long term goal. And not just like, I think with these, you know, the personal planets we get so caught up in like okay well it's this month to this month and then like that's done and blah, 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 and like mm-hmm. it's like no like this is part of something that we're hoping to create something bigger well mm. also you don't stop like thinking of what you're saying kind of of these hopes or wishes in in, in a more of a long-term thing um i think of like something that you focus your attention on but you don't ever stop wishing for a thing just because you have to deal with a problem in the immediate do you know what I mean like that your mind your attention isn't on it this is just a mercury retrograde it's not like we our wishes go away or like our our deep-seated kind of hopes and dreams but you're not like sitting and meditating on it all the time because maybe you get a flat tire you have a thing like but that doesn't mean that hopes and dreams go away it just means that there's something that you got to do right now you know (laughs) As you mentioned, if you, I'm assuming if you're listening to our podcast, you're aware of Mercury retrograde and its significations. But if you are not, <coughs> I'm sorry, now I'm choking again. Oh we lost retrograde. her. We lost her. <laughs> Juliana. Oh my God, I'm here. Okay. Uh, Mercury, Mercury retrograde is like, don't you dare talk shit on my name. <laughs> 
Mercury retrograde is when Mercury appears from our perspective to be moving backwards. It is not actually. And the appearance is one of the most important parts because uh, this is when we experience slowdowns, when we experience hiccups, when there are change of plans, often technological issues because Mercury moves moving parts and commerce and communication. So all of those Mercury ruled things we can expect some uh upsets around there so this is a great time to do follow the rule of reads which is anything with a re prefix is uh is favored during these times relaxing revisiting resending uh rereading those emails yes rereading all of those things remember the idea you know mercury literally passes over those the same degrees as we mentioned at the beginning three times uh you know forward the first time backwards and then forwards again and i think that that's like imagining that that's your workflow pattern uh kind of during these times is a good attitude to have where it's like we're gonna we're gonna take two steps forward two steps back and then we'll move again but just expect expect to do it twice as lisa's mom so uh wisely always I, was, I was just gonna quote that i love that quote expect to do it twice and also just like People are going to cancel on your ass. What are you even doing with people right now? Like, <laughs> like well, things are going to change. Like, but even for me, like, I've had to, like, move, like, my tarot, like, a tarot appointment I had. Like, it's just, like, it's that time. It's that time of the year. People, like, ha- shit's popping up, especially since we're going to be ha- still having that Uranus, Taurus, you know, fixed fucking party, fixed square party, USA.com. And just, like, we've... Hasn't this last year just taught us anything how flexible that we all need to and have to be? And we're not done learning those lessons still. Well, I mean, I love this because it's also, you know, we're having that Saturn in Aquarius for, you know, we had the preview of it last year. I'm just thinking so much of this like in theme. So it's like we had because because we had the great conjunction and the the great what is it the grand mutation of changing these great great conjunction signs all of this not not age of aquarius but we're just in such a like like i said it's going to be really hard to kind of remove this in any capacity so i think just focusing on and that's why it's happening in aquarius to me where it's like it's it's important to focus on the themes not the details of the like of the retrograde it's it's the the information gathering period so we can have all of the data correct. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, when we've had Mercury retrogrades and water signs where it's like, it's here to kind of remind us of our emotional existence or these kind of emotional hiccups, as opposed to this truly being like data entry stuff where it's like, we're going to just see, Oh, you need all of these boxes filled in before you can turn in. It's like when you keep getting that red button on those like uh, internet forms and you oh, keep, yeah. you and keep you're like, where is it wrong? Yeah. And you're like, I can't see where this is. But that to me is that thing where it's like, there's nothing emotion. It's frustrating or it's like, oh, isn't that interesting that I get so mad when this happens or like, how am I not seeing this? But it's not like personal in that way. It's so data driven. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think whatever's on the other side of this is just we're going to need this data. So I think if we can be kind of um, scientific, ha- like cosplay as scientists for this and just really think as as much as possible about all of these things being data collecting uh, exercises the happier we're going to be for this retrograde i think too with 
speaking of the appearance of it and stuff, you know, I think that remembering that those little things aren't the, like, you know, if somebody cancels plans or you have to change plans, it's not like you remember the whole planning thing that much. It's more about like, you know, the movie or the dinner or the whatever thing that you did is usually what sticks out in your mind. If it's something where someone's like taking advantage of your kindness or something, I guess sometimes those things stick around, but that feels like a different transit to me. Like, I don't think that's like a Mercury retrograde thing. Like if, if you know, if this is like a pattern of friendship or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think like, keeping in mind that even though it feels frustrating right now it like on the other side of it we don't really remember that part of it as much Mm -hmm. well and i just thought of this too of like it again being in aquarius (laughs) i'm a mess right now (laughs) julia's flop floppy floppy head head just fell off i I mean her whole head straight off her body it was crazy (laughs) it rolled away you guys can't see it Again, on this like trip of data collection, I do, I do think that, and I mean, I like you said, Lisa. I don't remember if we've had a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. We must have, you know, in our lifetime. Oh sure, I just meant since we started during, the podcast. But, it might have been the first like year or something. Yeah. but I don't know for sure. But it's interesting. It feels new. It feels new. Well, There's something. But- fresh about this guy right now is truly a time when you can also say you know we as astrologers and followers of retrogrades know that it's important for us to be graceful with people during this periods because everybody is experiencing this transit but i think right now because we're in a fucking pandemic mm-hmm. and all of this that it is so obvious everybody's going through this right now not Merc- not just mercury retrograde it's like all of tw- all of the pandemic so it's like there is no way to delude yourself that this is just happening to you or that someone's having do you know what i mean where you can do during other retrogrades where it's like you can blow it out of proportion in a way i think with this one you just can't because it is so obvious that like we're all in this together and that's so aquarian to me Okay, this this is interesting now because that just unlocks something for me because because I, I was just looking at like where this will be, you know, and what if for your rising, what house this will be hitting, you know, obviously, bear in mind if you're using like Placidus or anything without like equal houses, um, you know, that can vary, but you know, whatever, you guys know this by now. But now thinking about this for Aquarius rising folks, right, that this is going to be in their first house, this is going to be in their place of self. And just like this is such an interesting time because we'll be in the shadow phase too till like March 15th after after it does go direct on February 20th around his birthday. Uh, but that first house for Aquarius rising folks that can be so much of like the world and so much of big picture. But now this like centered on like what does my body need and what does what does like work for me on both like a physical and a mental scale, not separating them. I just got done with therapy earlier today. And we were talking, my therapist is a somatic experiencing therapist. I'm sure I've talked about it, but it's very much really about storing trauma in the body. And I was just talking about like my medical phobias and all this stuff and random bullshit. And just talking about like my head thinks this and my body feels that. My head thinks this and my body thinks that. And just this idea of separating them is like a trauma response. <laughs> like of like, well, I don't like agree with any of this stuff. It's just my body or it's just my head. It's just this. And it's like, Okay, but aren't they then the same team? Like they're the same, you're the same vessel. 
and it might feel good to compartmentalize them in a very Saturnian way, but then that Uranus like awakening of like, but they're not separate. Like they are, but they they really aren't. Like they are working together. And the more you try to keep them keep them separated, cue the offspring, then that's just that's just a that's just a defense mechanism in a lot of ways. I'm not trying, to, and I'm not a licensed therapist. Obviously, I am a licensed idiot, and I did think that that was like very brilliant. And I, I I'm just thinking of this now, like where these are in the houses, like for these aqua folks who are really in some the fucking thick of Aquariusness, and I know all the fixed signs are going to feel it too, but like just thinking of a little spotlight on the Aquarians in general are really like such a time of self and like well, we can't outthink who we are right now. We have to just be who be who we are. I think yeah. even the fact that we're still in this in Aquarius season because we the mm-hmm. pandemic started right after Aquarius season last year that the idea of this uh, coming yes. that we're still in this is also very much like a I'm just thinking of like Aquarius is having their birthdays and how outlandish that would have seemed <laughs> right it was like that not to be like it would never happen to me but it's like this is wild that we've got we're gonna go through Mm-hmm. You're not spared have, yeah, by this. No one yeah. is getting spared by this. Everyone's experiencing. Some this. of us are getting well, twice. Actually. I do think that the unfortunate thing that it brings to my mind, and sorry to be the doom and gloom, Let's but is like for me, I think the idea of like, yeah, we've all had to deal with this, or like we're all in this together, or we're all experiencing this at once, or whatever. That a year like this time last year like I not this time but I guess like right when we shut down was definitely something that I was like oh yeah like my neighbors are like what everyone's being real like whatever and we all are in this together but I've like worked in restaurants and like done all kinds of shit this last year and like the idea that we're all in this together is not a good thing yeah it is not a fucking good thing because that means we're in it with Q we're in it with fuck, you know, we're in it like those people get to contribute. And that is yeah. not always a fucking thing you want on your team. And so it is tough because sometimes you're like, damn, this person showed up hungover and they like fucked over my whole fucking section or whatever. I, obviously, you know, I'm not back to work yet. So this is not at anyone who's listening. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it's just like sometimes sometimes all being in it together means like it's not great because not every, you know, we're all like smart, intelligent. And and when the three of us are all in it together, that's great. Cause I know that if I drop the ball, one of you are going to grab it. But like at the general public level, like it's not always, it's not always um something I look forward to being in it together. And just then that like practical thing too, of just like the fit again, the fixedness of it mm-hmm. where it's like, guess what? Yeah. There's no avoiding that. And sometimes it's our fucking greatest treasure and we're so grateful. And other times we're like, I can't believe we're all in this fucking together. Even mm-hmm. right now with that idea of like, you know, COVID of like all the people that seem to be getting fine, ha- being fine and having nothing like having it just be a cold or whatever are the worst people and it's like how is this thing the same how is this the same for everybody those kinds of things too of like i can't i can't believe like this is we're all living in different dimensions have you guys seen i just watched like a shit ton of these last night but all gas no breaks it's uh like it's on youtube but i think the guy i don't know his name i just know it as all gas no breaks was on 
I think he just had is going to be going to like Tim and Eric's company with absolutely. But have you seen? You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh-uh. Okay, you got. Uh, I love when I get to. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. So it's this host. Oh my! I think his name is Andrew Callahan. Um, but basically, it's like a kind of man on the street YouTube series, and he goes to like a rocket launch. Uh, oh this beach in this beach in Michigan for the Fourth of July, and you know, in in COVID times, and he was doing this pre COVID times, but. He's so smart, and this feels very Aquarian. I'm curious. Okay, I gotta look up a sign while I talk about this. Uh, where he really just lets people talk, and it's so like the the people he finds I feel very like that community minded Aquarian. The people he finds, and the people he like allows to just go, who are very much living in this different dimensions. Like this beach, the Fourth of July one's a really good place to start. Where you're like, you can see some people who just really don't give a fuck, obviously about COVID. I mean, it's like a p- big group party beach. And then, like, he'll start talking to someone who's, like, has the mask in their hand and is, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I can see I disagree, but I'm not sure. It's just a very good – he's, like – it's, like, beyond, like, being, like, a TV host because he's more like a, just, like, a human scout. Like, it's just, like, really good curation of, like, these guests and these people. But check out Gas on the Breaks. Not sponsored uh, for, for the podcast by any means. This is just a recommendation. I just thought like I couldn't turn away. I watched like like over thirty of them last night. I just like one after the other, and not all of them are all like you know redneck America. <laughs> like a lot. There's other ones that like convent like a he goes Bigfoot hunting with this Bigfoot guy, and like just a bunch of other things. But I just like it's it was so interesting watching a show with a host with a host who didn't really speak. Like he just kind of held a mic and allowed That's- people to be, and it revealed so much and it was very aquarian very aquarian all breaks no gas or all gas no breaks uh andrew callahan that's the name um it's very good that's a hot hot wreck of the day i like it i love it well some of the other as i mentioned we're gonna have so many planets in aquarius for most of this retrograde um so we're gonna be having reiterations of uh you know because Mercury will be in Aquarius, we'll see all of the transits that we've seen with uh, all of the other Aquarius planets. So it's going to be squaring Mars. It's going to be squaring Uranus. Actually, no, it's not squaring Uranus. Is it? I'm looking. Sorry, I was like, uh-huh. I have so many notes on this now. No, it doesn't end up because we don't go back that far. Okay. Yes. Sorry. It's not squaring Uranus, <laughs> but it is going to square Mars. We're going to have a Venus square to Uranus on the 6th of, of February when we're in the thick of all of that aqua. Um, and then it will also, Oh, it will be conjunct Jupiter as well. So we'll have good, you know, it's good, good and bad. It's just all of this. We're just so in the thick of all of this Aquarius fixed Mars Uranus, uh, action that, I mean, it feels like big. Do- I mean, I guess like the thing with the fix is it feels like big do stuff, even yeah. if we can't do much stuff, but like do stuff and like we like we're done. Like, like that's like the beauty of like Aquarius is an air sign. It's like Aquarius doesn't want to talk about this too much. Like, it wants to see that, like, it doesn't want to talk about making a movie. Like, let's make the move, like, let's make the movie, let's get the ideas going. Like, the prep and the brainstorm is not really where, like, where it's at. Where I'm like, okay, now I'm thinking about this. Like, is 
where like Gemini would be very like pre-production, like getting everybody on board, getting everybody ready. Let's do this. Then Libra's on in production, making sure everything's functioning and everyone's good and everyone's fed and it's your turn and let's go. And then like Aquarius is that post of like, okay, now let's like like finish. Let's fucking wrap this shit up and like let's put something out here. And you see better it. have given me something to work with. You better have now. I have to actually to like, and that's when you see the fixed stuff. Did mm-hmm. you give me anything to work with? Because mm-hmm. you can't, I mean, editing can fix things or whatever. Like you can create something, but it's really hard. You can't, if you have bad footage, what right. are you going to put together? Like not, not even the best editor. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you know. But that's, do it in post, baby. <laughs> no, I agree. A hundred percent. That bad footage never looks right. Yeah. And like. I it's not the editor's fault at a certain point. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean also like I, I'm thinking about like a lot of film production like news stuff about how there are a lot of jobs that that do work post production that like they have crunch. I don't know if you, do you guys know what crunch yeah. is? No. So Are like fitness? I <laughs> wish. It's like <laughs> when you're they're like, "Well, you have 16 hours to do 50 hours of work uh, and you're like you know i'm not gonna work off the clock so like this is gonna get done to the extent i can do it in 16 hours mm-hmm. and then like there are some films that have come out that people will say like you know oh the post production like cats i think was a big one where yeah, they're like oh. the post-production was really bad like the graphic design is terrible the and they're like well you know they gave us this amount of time and like this amount of work so it's like stop stop like Pick nitpicking at what was done because like what you've given me doesn't match what you need or whatever well, again mm. it's that's also so fixed and objective because it's like well if you are giving me 50 hours of work to do in 16 hours you're gonna get 16 Cats. hours worth Cats. of work that's <laughs> exactly what i'm like, saying yeah like yeah. it's that aquarian <laughs> thing of like it it doesn't matter. It's fixed. Like either way, we're we're getting sixteen hours of work. So like, yes. decide what kind of product we're gonna put out. I guess. Yeah. Okay. This also reminds me of another. I have a great a lot of great media recommendations for everybody. Ink Masters. Uh, it's so good. It's so bad. I. It's like it was on Spike TV. Dave Navarro obviously hosts. It's the tattoo competition. Everyone who's on it is is bad. And sorry if anyone has a relative or was on the show and you're listening. It's um maybe you're good, but you probably weren't. And it's just like the worst of the worst tattooers. And it's just like everything is bad. And it's it's interesting though because like the judges hate every contestant, which is fun. Like every time they come up, they're like, "This is disgusting. This is the ugliest tattoos I've ever seen." They never like any of the tattoos, which is awesome. And then. They're always like, well, I was going to do this realistic skull, but I didn't have time. And then the judges goes, well, part of the competition is the time. So then you didn't pick the right design for the fucking time. So your design sucks. And it's like, yes, tell them. Like, it's just like a suck fest. Like, the, And the contestants don't – they always are like, well, I like it. So every time, like, they say that about their tattoo, every single – they never bend on, like, yeah, that hand is weird or that finger well, but is But it also – it's like – yeah, that's great that you like it. We don't. The job was to impress us. us. Yes. Every so, time. Also, it's it's so great fun. that you like it, but that wasn't the job. That, 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 that wasn't the point. <laughs> or this. So you lose. Oh my God. Maybe this is why it's been hitting so good in this fixed time where you're like, this is just bad. 
and the thing about the judges too, they're like, the fact that you don't know it's bad is also an issue. Like yeah. that's also part of this whole whole problem. Well, you know, one of my ultimate inspirational and like a a few friends like Miranda King and I always like share it back and I think I've sent it to you guys too. But that it's that Michael Kors like problematic as fuck, but him like calling Uh-oh. all of the Project Reed. Runway outfits horrendous and like all the way that he like talks about it where it's like you can't deny that that one outfit looks like a Hershey Kiss nightmare or whatever he says like <laughs> you can't deny that it looks like a Teletubby went roller skating like it's just yes he's an asshole and yes he's problematic and like a, a lot of people in the fashion industry are as well but like Mm-hmm. sometimes when those like judgment things come it's like okay well also for anyone who's going to dm me about ink masters yes i know that the judge has been canceled since and yes i know about ink masters angels the all-female version so don't worry i am very up to date on that the <laughs> judges are canceled and that there is a good spinoff i'm working on it i'm trudging my way through there's 30 seasons so well i think there. that all of this fixed talk and all of that kind of objective thing is is also just a good reminder and again we're just gonna see it i feel like reiterated so many times in all of the transits during this retrograde that is just like yeah it doesn't matter if you wanted to change your tire today or not you have a flat tire you have to fucking change it like don't it's your decision to be to be like flexible with that but the tire is flat nonetheless doesn't matter if you meant to get it flat if you meant to run over that nail whatever you can spin it however you want but it it's gonna need to get fixed oh my god i'm just remembering more ink master stuff too and i'm so sorry there the guy will be like (laughs) a person a client a real life human will be like i want a dragon and then they always go oh i did a dragon last episode so i can't really do that do you want a monster and it's like you can't do that they want a dragon what is wrong with you (laughs) they don't care about last episode they don't care they haven't seen last episode they're a brand new flesh host for you human but it's Uh also the fixed thing of why i think fixed signs get the bad rap though of like it's not uh like i don't want to say glamorous but it's like yeah the the competition is about giving the client what they asked for it doesn't matter if you did a thing in the last time but people don't like hearing uh like that's not why i tattoo i don't tattoo to do the fixed whatever but like when you're confronted with the reality of like yeah some things you just have to do people just hate, people just hate that idea and so they want to make excuses for why that's not the truth like why there isn't uh, if you want to see truth. people make excuses ink master it's just so good you guys but that's what i, mean, I want to know like oh i'm not stubborn i'm not this it's like no like there are times when there's just objective reality and there's no fucking way around it mm-hmm. right. i i have a uh theory of the new good slash or i don't know i guess i'm not gonna say bad in case someone has a tattoo but the popular tattoos of this time and i'll give you two that might might translate and what well anyone that gets a covid coronavirus tattoo get out of here and then the yeah. other two, I think, doctor, and it says hero. Then... <laughs> no, I meant like the little one that looks like a oh, like the blob. Uh, someone um, has it. Someone has. Yeah, people have that. Hydro flask and scrunchie. I feel like are going to be the news that oh, everyone's going to yeah. get. Wait, the what? Hydro flask and, and scrunchie. Those are going to be the ones that everyone gets. Of tattoos. Yeah, like from this time, not like from Corona, but like from this 
last five years. Like the new, the new stick and poke ones will be that. Mm. Yes, I, mm-hmm. I love, I absolutely see that idea. Like where people, I would get getting- a, I would get a scrunchie. That's an amazing tattoo idea. I want it now. Give me I it now. Like- <laughs> I feel, I feel like you won't be alone. That's what I'm saying. I think that's mm, going to be all common the tattoos. People that get like the evil eye or a cactus or yeah. cactus uh, is like, over. Scrunchies the new mean, cactus. Like, that's the new. That's the new one. Where yeah. it's like if you had that, you'll love. If you loved a cactus tattoo, if you had a Chinese writing tattoo, tattoo in the '90s that was spelled something you didn't know. <laughs> you will love. You might be. You might be Gen X. <laughs> so funny. Scrunchie well, tattoo. This retrograde, you know. In the context of everything, I I don't want to be like bring it on because I don't want I do, I would rather we don't have a retrograde, but they are necessary. They happen three to four times a year, so it's important to remind ourselves this. And all of them this year are happening in air signs, which we talked about on our twenty twenty one episode. So all of these things, I think, is a reminder that just like uh, weather systems and things, like we need retrograde periods, even though it already feels like we've been in such a retrograde period uh you know with the pandemic in general i do feel like this because of the amount of time it's like yeah last year we needed to have kind of emotional things because we had never been in this before but we've been in this for almost a year like the time to give ourselves those allowances for like oh until this is done it's like no we did we did that now it's time to fix the things it's you know if this is a problem it's it's still a problem so Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's still the beginning of the year. Like yeah. I know, like I've been guilty of saying twenty twenty one sucks already. It's too early to call. Um, and I think it is. This is a really good time if you don't want this year to be a total carbon copy of last year, then to start to think about what are we going to fix? What can we fix? What can we alter? What needs to change? What needs to go? Obviously, check where this is transiting for you. Um, and. Well, that's, I mean, I, I, I feel like I like, like, again, like a mechanic, like, I don't know what else you got us. That's what it is. That's what we're well, doing. We, it's like we had this preview of Saturn and Aquarius last year from March 22nd to July 1st. And now we're in it. Now Saturn has moved into Aquarius to to stay for the next three years or so we're getting all of these other planets in Aquarius that it's like, Hey, here's that thing that you said you were going to fix you know, when this was over or whatever. And now here it's the pandemic's not over, but it's, it's back and it's time to fix it. So if you're going to do it, here it is. And Aquarius isn't a, isn't a freewheeling hippie savior either. It's fucking random Saturn. How like, like, I think we're also learning just how miss like typecast Aquarius has been for so long. I like that random Saturn where it is like a health inspection or like uh, all of us. Hey, yesterday we were cool with the rules, but today we're enforcing the rule. It's like the teacher that's trying to be your friend. And then all of a sudden it wants to take you seriously because I'm the teacher. It's that where it's like, where the fuck were these rules yesterday? Yep. Up is down. But also what are you going to do? Like they're the teacher. They're going to, they're going to send you to detention if you want. So random rules. Oh God! Which is a great song by the Silver Jews. I'm on a media recommendation, y'all. Again, airtime. Which random yes. amazing album, American Water by Silver Jews. Put it on. It's good. It's a good in between sad and pump you up. So, great time right. to revisit things. I think recommend even could be Ink Master. All right. <laughs> At the very end, does anyone have any Super Bowl predictions? God, 
I mean, I want to look. I oh, did. No. I didn't have time to look. Okay. I just think it's always foolish to bet against Tom Brady. Well, um, here's my okay. Uh, so I I don't know anything about either team. I don't know. I'm really just like not. I am from Texas, but I'm really just not in it in that way where I just don't know anything. I'm trying to screen share. Sorry. I, when you told me there was a Super Bowl, I was like shocked. I didn't know that was even happening this year. I think um, everyone was kind of shocked because they So really this, I truly believe that, and I know they say this every year, but I truly believe that whoever plays the best defense is going to win. Okay. Because, do you see the chart? Yes. Because Lisa's of all this stuff. sharing us a chart of the Super Bowl day? Is this what it this is? This is the kickoff time. Got it. Kickoff time. So the, mm. because there's all this stuff on the Descendant. There's a lot of this. And, we have the whole Aquarius cluster in the sixth house. Uh, and has Mercury stationed retrograde at that point? Yeah. Yes. It looks like so. Yep, um, I see a little R. Yeah. Also, I think this Taurus Midheaven is all about trudging through. I think that's a very defensive, like, you know, the be- I, they always say the best offense is a good defense. So I truly believe that it it might not be Brady this year, even though I don't really know anything about. I just know he's an offensive player. Um, I also found a really creepy, like uh, some kind of like not Reddit, but something thread uh, where someone uh, has a conjecture that whoever wears white is represented by the ascendant ruler's son and that they will win because color theory something about colors and the moon being opposite part of fortune i don't know wow okay cool i like i like this this is um, someone recommended me and i'm blanking on her name so i apologize but there's someone early on my friend jessica sent me a sports astrologer Oh. who was like having all of these I read an article that she published in a San Francisco publication I believe but it was about baseball and I was like oh I hadn't even thought of all of these kind of implications of astrology and I love that, that so I'm, trying, cool. I'm trying to look at more of these kind of events this year I've also done some Valentine's Day stuff but we'll save that for the next episode but um, yeah I think that truly it's going to be a defensive year I, I know they always say that with football anyway but I, th- I think that might be the most interesting part of the game and if I'm wrong I'm Whatever. not going to watch probably so you, I won't know uh well yeah. also it's interesting too with the like with this Mercury retrograde with this defense where it's like well Tom Brady's obviously won it a billion times but then the team that's competing this year also won last year so there is a lot of like re like if anyone's going to be in this re time it's it's all these folks Oh, that's a good point. But Tom Brady's with that new team, which I didn't even know he moved to a new team until I asked my boo. And he was like, yeah, he's on the Jaguars or something. Buccaneers. Yeah, see? Oh, right. Yes, the Bucks. (laughs) I would love, if the NFL wasn't so abhorrent, I would love to care about football because it is is fun. I played fantasy for many years. Oh, flag. Love a flag football. (laughs) Well, I just like the, I think it's like interesting to follow, but also... Mm-hmm. I don't care. Actually, now that I'm saying that, I'm like, I don't care that much about football. Uh, I love live sports. And I, I think that this last like, year it. and a half I, without, you know, it's just like, live, I, I think this is not stuff. Ugh, well, so yeah, bad. this it's just not my interest if I'm not yeah. there. For some I did reason. go to one football. Here's Mercury Retrograde Memory Lane. I did go to one. No, I've been to two football games and they were both beautiful because one was like a Bears game on a beautiful crisp fall day. And then also on another beautiful crisp fall day, I saw a, like Notre Dame 
Notre Dame yeah. game, which was just very like collegiate and cool. And memory lane, when I was a, a budding photographer in college and doing internships at magazines and stuff, I got to go to the sub like sh- the Schomburg suburbs of Chicago like Chevy Dome and photograph a lingerie football game. That's <laughs> cool. I, they were I, getting so injured. It was kind of fucked up. Like no one should be playing. They were because they're amazing athletes, all the lingerie football girls. It's just like they're like bleed, no they're padding. bleeding all over yeah. their songs. And you're like, this is kind of sad. And then I was with all yeah. the I was in the photo den with all the photo people, which were all like the craziest dudes. And they'd be like Oh, do you see her? Like they would like whisper me. Oh, you see her? That's Tabitha Stevenson. She's oh amazing. God. And like they would just like keep talking to me. And I was oh. like, oh, my grandma's picking me up from this. Like, this is the weirdest. Oh. This is the weirdest life. Amer- again, Mercury retrograde, memory lane. Look it. how look how far we've all come. Take a lovely stroll down memory lane. Um, don't text that ex. Mm-mm. Let us prepare, do it. Yeah, prepare to do it. We should try. That'd be a fun guys. service. We should text people's exes for I retro. Like, I would do that. Yes, I would. PayPal do it. us. I would, I would, you could yeah, just just straight up PayPal us anyway. Also, yeah, because okay, you can. What's your sign podcast at Gmail? You can just send us. If you've I'll, ever I'll, enjoyed an episode, you could just send us a dollar if you want. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's for a good reminder. If we do, sure. do it for free, and you could give us a little. Why not? Hopefully, you don't have to. And if you feel like I'm compelled, but I don't have any money, just tell a friend, or just or we'll tax your ex. I'll or find them. That'd be fun. I would really love that. I would absolutely do it. A hundred percent. We'll say whatever. I will do. I will do like that girl from Dirty John and send a picture of a piece of shit and say that's you. (laughs) We should post. We should do that maybe for Valentine's. Now I'm thinking more Valentine's stuff. This would actually that would be really fun. Okay. So keep your eyes peeled because this will be yeah. Keep your eyes peeled for Valentine's Day stuff. Oh my god, I love this. Um and yeah, but prepare to do it at least twice. Retrogrades are a natural and necessary cycle, however frustrating. So just know that they're coming. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, because we are truly all in this together, unfucking fortunately. Um, but there's no other way. So let's make the best of it. Uh, we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your Raw sugar from hair care to body wash to lotions and more is made with cold-pressed extracts from clean, good-for-you ingredients, delivering a raw clean that infuses your senses with raw joy. Raw sugar, available at your local Target.